I want to do the funky chicken to this. Not the funky chicken. I'm making a new dance. <laughs> it's lit. Hey. I want to welcome everybody to another episode of Heartland Hit Heartland Podcast. Woo! I'm about hey, to take it back. You going back? Heartland Hip Hop. This is heartlandpodcast.com. Yes, it is. But this is also a hip hop podcast. People okay. got people got to get it understood. See, I never really know what you know. I don't. I didn't know that. It's a hip hop podcast. Cool, it is. Yeah, it's a hip hop podcast. It's the number one hip hop podcast in Atlanta. Goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> it, Boom! And I got my co-host for the evening, the beautiful JJ. I'm here. We, thank you for. I'm happy to be here. Give me five. So, so happy to be here. Thank you for being on the number one hip hop podcast. In Atlanta. I'm so happy to be on the number one hip hop podcast in Atlanta, and I'm happy to be here in B Diddy Studios. Thank you. Let's do it. I'm, you know, I haven't been here in a while, so I, I'm, I'm refreshed. I'm ready. I came pumped. I got my Popeyes with me. <laughs> she, she did do have the Popeyes <laughs> in here smelling lovely. We're it's my di- dinner. The atmosphere is great in here. Um, I just actually trying to get my shoe closet together. I need I to see. get that. I need to get that situated. You hooking it up? Thanks. That must be a coat closet too. It's yeah. It's going to be. It's going to. I got the um leather in there. I went to Linux Mall and I bought this big blue leather, okay. so that's my varsity jacket in okay. there too. So you know, it's like things special to me in the okay. Diddy room. Then we we are um, sipping on Moscato. <laughs> as usual. As usual, it's a it's a great Sunday uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Actually, I've been pretty good. You know, you, it was my birthday since you were gone. Yes, and what did you do for your birthday? I went to the Braves game. You did. I went to the Braves game like super lit. Was it? Was it, it was, super late? I had a great time. You had a good time. I went to the Braves game like two weeks ago. Well, not this Thursday that just passed, but the one before that. Mm-hmm. And um, it was also very litty. The Braves suck. So, I mean, that was expected. Like, I didn't expect them to win or anything. It was just the crowd was great. So, that's all that matters. The Braves definitely gave Bryce Harper a home run while I was there. So, I, I was excited. Was Bryce Harper was the MVP last year. In who did baseball, they play? The Washington Nationals. Oh, that's that's who they played when I went. So Bryce Harper. Are they like in, is, is They're that, like number one, I think. Is that the only, no? I think they're a, number one in the they, division. Yeah. Are the Cubs in the same division as the Braves? No, they're. You in know the they're same, doing very well. They're in division with the St. Louis Cardinals, like Midwest kind of. Ah. Braves East. Yeah. So you know I'm from Chicago. I respect your Cubs. I respect Harley your home, Cubs club. I didn't know you were always repping. Didn't know. I'm not heard, a Cubs fan, actually, though. I'm from but, the South Side. The White Sox is the South Side team. Yeah. So I love the White Sox. I heard that Chicago just repped the Cubs because it's just older. It's just it is. the city. Yes. So, I mean, you like we hate the Bears because they don't do well, but we rep them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the same for the Cubs. But the Cubs have been doing very well this year. They did very well last year. Almost went to the World Series. So, so I mean, yeah, we, we shit. <laughs> Anything can happen. Anything could happen. Anything is possible. Shout out to the Cubs keeping Chicago united. Yeah, you're right. That, they are keeping us united. So, um, I heard this that um, well, this is another subject. Well, I did also. I went to a basketball game. I sat behind Dominique Wilkins. Actually, I got very close to sitting behind Dominique Wilkins. So let me tell you. <laughs> Wait, it went from I sat behind her. Well, kind of not behind her, but okay. Uh, well, Dominique Dominique Wilkins is actually a guy 
So it's uh, the basketball player, oh, Dominique Wilkins. He. Yeah. My bad. My bad, Dominique. It's, a, it's all good. To this. Well, I was um, at the basketball game, but it was the championship game. Who does Dominique game. Wilkins play for? He is a part owner of – he actually played for the Hawks, and he retired like maybe 2001. Oh. He's a Hall of Famer now. He went. He played at Georgia also um, mm-hmm. in college, and he played overseas oh, as okay. well. Okay. So he had a, he had a nice little career yeah. as far as playing. He played. Yeah. So he was a baller too. He was um at Georgia. He was dope too, and I it was a championship game. Mm-hmm. So he was out there supporting his nephew, who is an NBA player named Gerald Wilkins. Okay. And he was out there getting. And this is my birthday, so I'm in the championship <laughs> game in my birthday. You know, this is like this was this was exciting to me. I'm sure. So that was pretty lit. And then after that, I just oh my sister was there too. Shout out to Morgan. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's my sister, a.k.a. Young Casino. Because I'm going to bet the house on her one day. I just bet the house on my sister, man. Young Casino out there. Came out there. She gave me a a, a cookie cake oh. for my birthday. Oh, nice. <sighs> How old did you turn? I turned forever. I don't know. I don't want to say my age. People going to judge me if I say my age. No, I just don't. rather just be ageless. All right, cool. I tell you off camera. I tell you off mic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're the same age. I tell you off mic. All right, cool. And when I just came back home, we might be the same age because I just went home and went to sleep after no. <laughs> after I went to the bat two games so, in one day, basketball and ba- and oh, you baseball did those in the same day. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, I would have went to sleep too. Ain't <laughs> good. Yeah. You know what? As the older I get, the more I realize, like, there's some turn up in me, and I love turning up. But when my body is like, yo, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's really it. Like, that's all I can take. And yeah. it's just, you know, I, 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 I'm I, not ashamed of, of sleep. You got to love it. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm going to take advantage Praise of it be. every time. Praise be to to God for giving us a gift of sleep Ooh, for us to I'm to, to be good stewards you. over. Ooh, Ooh, you come gotta, on. You got to appreciate this sleep, man. We do. We do. We take it for granted. Take it for granted. So I don't take it for granted. I was listening to Rick Ross. He was on Drink Champs. He uh-huh. was talking about he got two hours of sleep and he has seizure off of it. Two hours of sleep. And he's having seizures off of it. He goes oh, on Drink Champs. So, two hours of sleep? Two hours. Why? Two hours of sleep because, whew, so he was just living his lifestyle. That's what he described it as. Um, this is my he just, lifestyle. He, but, but what he did, though, I respect is he really didn't talk about what he was doing when he was doing two hours of sleep. He talked about what he's doing now. So he always trying to move it forward and trying to keep it positive. He's talking about now he's getting five hours of sleep. He was joking. Oh, oh, cool. oh yeah. That, a hot five, though. I know, I know, I know, I know pl- plenty of grown men that get a hot five in. Like, that's their lifestyle. No? Is that what you think? I mean, I don't know. Like, I have to have at least six. So, I guess five is not that bad. I have to have at least six hours of sleep. I agree. I think six is better than five. At the five. very least. Very least. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm just, I can't really function. I just, I'm not myself. I'll function, but it's just, it's not the same. So, yeah, I need at least six. I don't, I don't understand how people could, two hours of sleep is dangerous. He writes a mean hot 16, though. 
So, <laughs> so, so it all balances out. It like, balances out. Yeah. Shout out to Ross. He's still here with us. Yeah. He's Thank still God. Here with us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we gonna keep. We need Ross. Like you know, what I'm saying best health to you. I really you know it's his 10 year anniversary for Port of Miami. Wait, what do you mean? He was. He's been out 10 years since Every Day I'm Hustling. Remember that song? Oh. That's 10 years. It's 10 years that this year. That was 10 years ago? How you feel? No. <laughs> Every Day I'm Hustling? Yeah. All right. So funny story. I got an auntie. She's like mad, like super saved and sanctified, right? And um, she used to always sing that song. Like, and it's funny because she's African too, right? Mm-hmm. So she used to always like tell us like every day I'm hustling. Every so, so funny, so funny. Like Eddie, uh, but, but we're no. like, we're like, how do you know that song? Because like she always listened to gospel music because she's like so into Jesus. So we like, how do you know that? And she would just be like, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. <laughs> Does she? Oh, yo, hilarious! But that was ten years ago. Oh, shout that out to her. That song came out in two thousand six. Uh, is that still her jam? I probably is. I haven't talked to her in a while. I need to call her. I'm I'm quite sure that's still her it's, damn jam. It's an anniversary for you. Because <laughs> <laughs> she probably still hustling every day, every day, <laughs> every day. So so some things piggybacking off of hustling. We actually been uh, changing up and switching up some things. I actually want to go over some show notes real quick. What we're going to do is actually talk about four things. News, we're going to talk about some culture, some music, and we're going to talk about some entertainment topics. For news, we're going to talk about black fathers. We're going to get into culture. I want to talk about this quote I heard from Noriega. I'm going to go into the Slim Thug. I mean, (laughs) Young Young Thug. thug. Wait, is Slim Thug a person? Slim Thug is a person, too. Yeah, okay. He has a podcast as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, shout out to Slim Thug. Shout out to Slim Thug. Who knew? I just found out. I'm going to listen to it. And uh, and then for the last thing, I'm going to talk about some entertainment. I'm going to talk about Prince wrote a Simpsons episode. Like a whole episode? Just tell people. I'm going to tell you later in the entertainment oh, yeah. section. Let's get into it. Mike, I want to thank everybody for making this in the top 100. Are we really? Yeah, we're in top 100 Podomatic. So that's just a community. Yeah. And we're in the music category, in the hip-hop category. Yeah. So we we yeah. popping. I bet we, yeah. we're number one in Atlanta. Popping. Popping. <laughs> Look, we just getting on more platforms. That's all we trying to do. That's so whatever we can do next, we next thing to try to take over is iTunes. So... We're going to talk about that, but something that I'm really excited about is actually um, some news that's been going on. Okay. So there's actually a new study that they sh- actually showed some very, very interesting black facts. One fact is that males who have a father mm-hmm. are, or excuse me, males without a father are the most likely to go to jail. So if you grew up with, without a dad and home, this is some research that's been put out, especially around Black Fathers Matter. Did you know this, Ms. JJ? What? That Black Fathers Matter, the topic, 
the top two search results ha- are not even covered in a black magazine, black newspaper, black publication, not the Huffington Post, not Complex Magazine, not none of them. No. Wow. No, I didn't know that. Didn't know that. So, the, but the black, but um, so That's a it's a problem, right? It, it actually leads to other things in life. So one thing actually leads to is if you look at black males, in the number of millions. In a baby's age, there's like in a year. This is from 1997. Okay. Mm-hmm. So during that year, people who are zero were 1.5 million of them. And then there was 2.4 million black males, right? Mm-hmm. Black males die off at a steady pace. And while white males keep sing, um, keep actually steady, and then they accelerate actually, and they meet black men at age 35. So... All the way up until age 35, black men outnumber white men by a million per age group almost. Yeah, wow. Which is a lot, right? Yeah, that's a lot. So that's, that's, a, that's, that's, a, lot. that's a, a million. In the millions until 35 until then all of a sudden there's just the, a then sharp just, decline. Yeah, it is, and it is a sharp decline. So this is something that actually inspired me from a black fact. No, like my black facts. Like, Hashtag black facts. Hashtag black facts. They're important. Very important to be a daddy so, in your in your child's life. Let me ask you. Black facts. Were, was your father in, in the home with you? I had a stepfather. Okay. I stepped it up. Do you think that? So no, my dad wasn't there. Okay, but you had a male figure. My dad wasn't there though. So that's, you, that's why I'm growing up and I'm realizing that's the difference. Okay. The male figure is not enough. Okay. Really. Not, not really, nah. You know what? I'm gonna have to agree with that. Cause it, it's it's on paper, you know what I mean. I agree. You with can that. see it. I mean, I agree from my own experience, my own mm-hmm. outlook. Like my brother, you know, we grew up in a, a single parent household. My mom raised us. Um, our father was very active in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, 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 every time I say I grew up in a single parent household, I always like to say my dad was active. So I didn't grow up in a single household without my father being active. He didn't live with us, but he was very active. And um That's important. That's the difference. That right. That's, that's the difference. That's a big difference. Mm-hmm. But I, I agree with you when you say that a male figure is not enough because my my brother had male figures. Um, not in the home, mm-hmm. but there were male figures that were there absent of my father, because my dad lived on the other side of town. We didn't get to see him all the time, but we got to see someone, you know. But I, I'm going to agree and say that it I'm, wasn't enough. I think I feel like my daddy needed to be in the house. And I always gonna give. I don't know your dad is. I give him the benefit of the doubt that he's trying his best. Yeah, God, I mean, God, God willing. Absolutely, he was trying his best. What is God giving mine? Yeah, he was know? trying his best, but you know, I, I I don't know what happened between him and my mama. It didn't work out. <laughs> That's so, not none of your business. That you know, your business. I, I don't know, but you know, he he went his way, she went hers with with me and Johnny, uh-huh. and you know, we we grew up. But like I said, he some was, successful people I can't. You can be very very successful. Yeah, I mean, we we have scars. Don't get me wrong. Like it, yeah. it wasn't like an ideal situation. Yeah. Um, there were plenty of times where we wanted daddy there with us, you know, right. but my dad remarried and, you know, he, and my sister came from that marriage. So they were where they were and we were where we were and, you know, we would connect in the middle. Um, so, but so somebody that actually was similar to you that actually grew up to be successful was Tupac and Tupac actually had a quote about this and his quote is, um, 
So, so you see some kid out of ghetto grow the dirty, dirtiest circumstances, and he can talk and he can sit across the room and make you cry and make you laugh. So he's talking about like entertaining. And then all you can think about is my dirty rows, see my dirty stems, and see how I learned to to lean to the cricket side, and even see that I come up from that. So some of the situations that man feel like this was another quote that he actually had, right? Mm-hmm. He says, but. I know for a fact that I had a father, I'd had some discipline. I have more confidence. Your mother cannot calm you down the way a man can. Mm-hmm. The your mother can't reassure you the the way a man can. Your mother couldn't show you couldn't show me where my manhood was. You need a man to teach you how to be a man. I agree. Tupac Shakur. Hip hop. Yo, this is this is why this is a hip hop podcast. Was the one of the wisest people to walk this earth? No if it lie. wasn't for rap music, we might never even heard of this guy. Yeah, I mean he's just he's dope all around. Yeah. Not just a dope lyricist, just dope all around. And I absolutely agree with that. You know what I can't stand? What? on Father's Day when people wish their mothers Happy Father's Day? So corny. and I'm like, dude, it's not the same. First of all, it's disrespectful. Yes. You know, like mothers have their days. Mm-hmm. Their Mother's Day. So let's celebrate them on that day. But Father's Day are dedicated to fathers. And like, it's not fair. And I get it. I get it. Some people feel like their mother played both roles. And I'm, I'm going to be honest. Even mm-hmm. my mom was the only person in the house. My mother did not play both roles. She was my mom. She's That's here. it. I did. I never looked at her as a father, Word. not as a as a child when I Word. when I was like ignorant. I didn't I didn't know. So I would be like, yeah, my mom is my mom and my daddy. But but you too. Gr- but after you get certain yeah. grown, you and I really can't be retrospect, calling your mom. My mom and your daddy. was my mom. There was a lot yeah. of stuff that my mama and I just couldn't talk about, and Word. I felt more comfortable talking about it with my dad because I would call him or whenever I see him, we would talk about it yeah. because their roles were different. You know? It's two different people that you that yeah. sh- the, that are very important. I think that what we just want to go back to the quote and see is you need a man to teach you how to be a man. Yeah. So if you have to have a man to teach you how to be a man, according to Tupac, and some things I wanted to say is what I saw that actually inspired me to write this was actually I saw downstairs when I was coming in, I saw somebody uh, – Walk, watching their kid go mm-hmm, home with somebody mm-hmm. else. I don't know if it was an aunt, but it looked like a black father situation. He told a little man he loved him. I was like, oh, this is like, like this is not what they want you to see. And but it's very important that you be in your child's life. Yeah. Because if you don't, we can. The numbers are in the millions. Yeah. We're dying in the millions. You know. Yeah. And I mean, so. it's so many other. Man, I mean, I just think about. You know, the stuff that's happening in Chicago, right, with all the violence, I, I strongly believe that one of the factors is because there's no male presence in the home. And if it is, it's not necessarily a positive presence. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just I, I wish fathers what are have some, to be more active. What are some I have some solutions I, want to, I like. I like the fact that we have to empower men. And also there's a, there's also a racial structure that goes on in cities that actually disables the black man such as when they move the factories out of the cities mm-hmm. all right so such as the policing of the cities mm-hmm. such as the education of the black males in the cities these numbers are 
these issues, education, the policing, and and also was it was it? I said employment. Employment. That's the number one. I how did I even get that? Because you know, you know how gangs actually get started in my belief because when they start taking those factories out of the black neighborhoods that actually started gang gang fair because right now you could sell drugs all the way up to 18 right and then you sell drugs all the way to 18 but after a while you just get your regular ass job mm-hmm. but we ain't no regular ass job to be there you're gonna just keep leaning on the homies for the support mm-hmm. and then they also I had some other things I, I saw was they had a statistic that showed that we're getting ever since the Lyndon Johnson, President Lyndon Johnson, okay, when he was the president right before Nixon, he started the war on poverty. The government has spent twenty trillion dollars on programs, and the rate in which men and women have been in the home and married has been destroyed since. Wow. There has been right now. Mo, I think the number was like forty three percent or something like that. Uh, it was in it was or. I don't want to get no quote, but the numbers out there. Mm-hmm. You can Google it yourself if you want to just Google. Um, the sub where is, I'm on the subject is actually from Prague. is actually from. I'm going to get this subject, but anyway, you can Google it yourself. They say that black that oh excuse me, they're marrying at a lower rate. And what's going on? For this, oh man, I forgot what I was about to say because that just that bugged me out. This isn't a lot to digest at one point. Yeah, it is. It's a lot to go. It's a lot to go, that's going on. So if you have all these statistics that are showing that we're having less men getting married in our communities, we're not having less also education. The school systems. You, you um didn't you no. used to work in the schools? I was a substitute teacher at a private school so mm. not exactly but I did I, I I was a more like an instructor for like summer programs and stuff but so I've worked with the population mm-hmm. you know that are affected by some of the stuff that African American children are affected by yeah um so and, and and not only that I'm a product of it you know what Word. I mean like I grew up I grew up on the south side in the hood I, I went to public schools all my Yeah, I went to public school. I went well, to public schools for high school and I went all the way to, to sixth public grade. school until sixth grade and then I went to a charter school, but it was charter public. And also and also I actually I studied education for a little bit and I seen stats where black children are just and I seen it in myself where black children are treated so much unfairly of course. than white children. Even Yo, education opportunities. Absolutely. I mean, they have poor ass resources. Mm-hmm. Like there are books and stuff that my mama and them went read at schools that are still in schools. Word. No lie. Like they're either the library is just insufficient. Word. Or it is closed. And I'm I'm talking about my where I grew up. Word. You know, so like one thing Oh, the libraries be just homes for bums. bums. Yeah. Word. Give me five. Yeah. Yo, oh your coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny, but it's so. But if you grew up in the city, you know this. Yep. You know this, and where they keep all the, where they take the jobs from, where we used to live at. Them bums used to actually try to, try to get on that forward. They all tell you the stories. Yep. 
this is this, this is not nothing new to us. I don't. I think we true to this. We ain't new to this. It, it's it's definitely not anything new, and that's why I tell people all the time, especially when it comes to. And I can only speak for Chicago because that's what I know. I I when people talk about the violence in Chicago, and for them it's like well, you know niggas need to stop shooting niggas, and it's like yeah. Absolutely, we do need to stop shooting niggas. But there's so many other things that add it's so, to it. Y'all niggas ain't like, never listened to Pac. Y'all niggas like, didn't listen to Pac. Yo, Pac been saying yo, this shit since '92. We, it can't just be people need to stop shooting people. It's so many other things, and I hate when people try to like put down my city. And don't get me wrong, it's bad, it, right? It's, I hate when people put down Chicago too. Yeah, keep it true. I mean, because I'm, we're not in denial. You know, those of us who are from there, we're not that. in denial. We know it's bad. It's bad as hell. And and I'm gonna go on record and say, the violence is not why I left Chicago. Mm-hmm. Not why I left. No lie. Was I afraid? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like, eh, this could happen anywhere. I could live anywhere and get shot and killed. So I'm not gonna base that off of oh, cause I live here. So that's not why I left. But it's it is absolutely bad. Mm-hmm. But it's so many things that adds to the violence that's happening in Chicago. So, it, so many, many things. things. Pac been rapping out since yes. forever. And one of and the people main don't things, and people act like they don't earn it. I'm like, where are you from? Like, where are you from? Like, we from Ohio. I'm from Ohio. They, you from Chicago, but we both know the same story. Like, where are these people this, from? Yeah. See, these people are from suburban ass areas didn't grow up grow up in inner cities no for real they don't they don't be knowing i they, can't they, believe it though they they be playing like oh yeah i know that you don't know shit i mean they 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 they, they stun me i just want to be like you you got to be lying to me you just giving me your lies to for your agenda like what's up what's up like why you gotta act like people that? don't be knowing but you know i mean I, I really back to the subject at hand <laughs> I Tupac really been that, rapping. that's why tupac was so angry on the records Black fathers so, in the household is definitely important. Shout out, to, shout out to all the black fathers out there. Whoever you was that was just dropping a little man off, you had a book bag on. That was that was like, I hope they, I hope they was reading or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about who you saw? The people you saw? Yeah, I hope they was reading. Like, black fathers everywhere, man. Shout yeah. out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. All right. Stay up, black facts. That was a, a good... <laughs> I, felt, I felt excited about that. Hey, I'm on uh, I'm on the roller coaster junction of emotion fueled by alcohol right now. I'm at that uh, what you call it stage? Well, what that roller been, coaster. What have you been drinking? I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm on an empty stomach, but this this Moscato <laughs> just got me feeling so right. Yo, I'm just so excited. So I want to kind of talk some shit. This is a hip hop podcast, right? Heartlandpodcast.com. Yes, it is. Oh, hashtag HLHH. No, I tell you what hashtag HLHH stands for, okay? Hashtag HLHH. Heart H. Like right. Heart. Heartland hip hop. Yeah. Right? So I knew that. Shout out to you for knowing that. I'm <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> the brand is getting just getting that much better and better. It's getting so, so much better. So, this is in the culture segment, right? Okay. So I pay attention to other podcasts in the, in this hip hop game. I don't know if you do, but I like to pay attention to these other hip hop podcasts and see what's going on. You see, Noriega got the number one music podcast, and he actually got this something he put out. 
He said, you got to watch your opponents. Quote. Do you think I could try to um, sound like Noriega? Go ahead. I, for the record, I don't even know who Noriega is. Damn, you got the number one hip-hop podcast. Well, that's know what that's gotta, good. You know, I like how you exhale and inhaled on that because because <laughs> this is going to be into so this is going to be into the subject, right? Okay. So you got to watch your opponent because you are you are linked to him for the rest of your life. That's the quote. They said you got to watch your opponent because you are linked to him for the rest of your life. So I'll give you an example: Floyd Mayweather. And his younger, when he steps into the ring, you're always on the same level because you're on your opponents. So when you're looking at who mm-hmm. your opponent is, whoever is willing to step up and be your challenger is your opponent. Or this is the question I'm asking you. Sometimes you can pick your opponents. Who do you think I should pick to be my opponent as a podcast? Should I start some beef? Should I just look, start looking at the numbers and just see like, Who's relevant? Who is, who is that person we're going after in these podcast streets? Like, what, what are we? What do you? Who do you think I should go after? You think I should go? After, what do you think? I don't know. Well, I'm terrible because mm-hmm. I only listen to this podcast. <laughs> okay, so I listen oh, to this. Man. No, yeah, I'm terrible. I, I like I should okay. start listening to others so I can like research and shit. Okay. Um, and and know who the competition is. Word. So I listen to this and I listen to Tia Mori. <laughs> mm, I disagree with Nori's advice. You do? Yeah. Mm. I I was sitting here thinking as you were saying it, like uh, I don't know how much I like or agree with this. I I, mm. I I feel like, and I don't know. I don't know that we have opponents in our lives. As soon as you said it out loud, it just made sense to me. Like sometimes you gotta say it out loud. It just you. Who are you going up against? You are best going going yourself. Up. Yes, you are best. You know, going I, I feel yourself. like I'm my own opponent. You know what I mean? I'm the only Speak one that will stop me from. I talk myself out of so much shit. Yeah. I'm. Oh my god! Like, okay, for the past two weeks, I've been saying to myself, "I'm gonna start a blog. I'm gonna start a blog. I'm gonna start a blog." Haven't started it, and I keep telling myself, "Oh well, you ain't got nothing to talk about. You don't. Th-. You know, like." Nobody else is telling me this. Like, I, you know, I'm not I'm not competing against anybody. And I maybe I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm not into competition. Word. I know I what, don't want to compete with nobody. You know what? I, I don't care enough. I like that about you. Because that's work. That's real. I don't care enough to be, you know, like games and shit. Okay. I don't take them serious because I just feel like it's not real life. It's a game. It's not that deep. So, like, I'm not into competition because it's not it's. Because what it is for me is I think in that you always look weak to somebody when you try to sell something to somebody. And the first thing you go after is, is a competition. You should always be trying to sell yourself. Yeah. Is the first thing. I'm my only competition. Now, that's, that's, that is a good aspect that I, like, that I didn't like. I disagree with trying to outprove people mm-hmm. if I'm once in their competition, right? Yeah. But this is a competition. And something that he did say that I did agree with. And this is just the culture that we just live in, hip-hop culture. Uh-huh. It's always a competitive sport. He yeah. talked about it is Floyd Mayweather. And once you beat somebody up in the, as your opponent, you take him out for ice cream. Like, you just go out there. you whoop Who your, does that? Like you, like, you imagine Michael Jordan, like, scoring a winning bucket 
And then next thing he does is just like buy Patrick Ewing a steak or something like that. Like he just buys the other team like steaks. Like takes them out to dinner after he whoops their ass. That's like, like a slap in the face. That is how I want to get down. <laughs> so we come in like you I want to like, be the I, best. You talking about you about that life. I'm about like I would really just be number one. And what I would do, I'd just be so benevolent. Like I'd be like, psh, psh, psh. oh, come on, guys, man. This is not this is just fun. We just really trying to be the best us. Like so, if we if you beat us in the competition, I think that's PR, that's how I treat like I treat a lot of stuff like that. I treat not only this, I also treat my gig like that. So actually, when I'm going to my gig, if I'm beat somebody in any kind of competition, I am so cool with them. I don't want to try to rub it in nobody's face. You know, we can go out for mm-hmm. lunch later. But in my mind, you are my comp right now and i'm not your enemy because i just want to whoop your ass like i'm not that's the world out there is your enemy this is all in-house right here <laughs> this is all love this is a brotherhood <laughs> you know i hate these people right like on some hip-hop stuff uh-huh do you like the uh do you think spike lee is a hip-hop director what do you think about spike lee <sighs> so here's the thing I like Spike Lee. Ooh, I like that. Like I like him, but sometimes he's a little arrogant. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I really don't have an opinion about him. <clears throat> um, have movies? I ha- I've seen some of his movies. I have not seen them all, and I will not name the ones I have not seen because my black card will get pulled. So <laughs> I've seen some of his movies, but not all of them. So. He, they actually had school days G5G That would have been like me I saw school but actually, days But I actually I didn't go through nothing like that I'm just kind of bullshitting <laughs> <laughs> But I would I would do something like that But yeah I, I, I never. Say, I, I never would say that paid. he's a hip hop um, He's hip hop What like director or yeah. producer Or movie person He's definitely hip hop Yeah He's definitely hip hop So that's uh, So that is That is a part of that. Actually, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> so that is what. What are we telling <laughs> the people? What do we want to tell the people <laughs> about the fact that you shouldn't just like? That's hip hop to me. Like I think what hip hop is not necessarily just. You got to watch your competition. I think I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think you shouldn't maybe, when you watch your competition, you can joke about you watching them. I guess you should watch in public. Like, don't be creeping on your competition. Let them know that we out there looking at y'all other podcasts. You know, we know there's other podcasts out there. Yeah, definitely. But we're just, just definitely trying to be our best on podcasts. And I think that's what everybody else should do. Just try to be the best person that they should be. You know what I mean? Like, just try to really just make that next level for themselves. Mm-hmm. That's hip-hop. That's how you become Jay-Z. I think we should end the segment right there. That was, that was it. That's how you become Jay Z. Yo, we back, we 
And we back And we back So I want to talk about some music Actually um, There's a big cover that just went out It was actually Young Thug You see this? I saw it What, what did your, What's your media reaction? Um, First of all You know that I'm not So I'm not like a hip hop head Right? I, I barely listen to rap. If I do, it's like trap music, like music that I can twerk to. Mm-hmm. Um, but so isn't that I more had, pop culture, though? Yeah, I guess so. I had no idea who Young Thug was. Like When? As of when? Shit. I, like, I've heard some of his songs. I, I've made somebody have told me that, oh, yeah, you know his music. And they told me some of his songs. Word. I'm looking so, for like, a picture of Young Thug right now. But... Um. Yeah, I saw the album cover, and my initial reaction was, "What the fuck?" <laughs> they know it. Like, what is it? Like, and why? They actually got. They actually made Young Thug and Harambe. They, I guess, they got a young Young Thug writes a song for his idol called Harambe. So it's actually about. Did the, you hear the album? I have not heard that. I have not heard it either. Uh, but I am gonna listen to it. Little desire to listen to it at, right, 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 right away. I don't think it's like really anything I want to just like dive into. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I think Young Thug. I like Young Thug. I actually I met Young Thug before. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So he's this an is, Atlanta native, right? Yeah. Actually, I know I know those people. So it's crazy that I be actually I, I so it's crazy how much is like it'd be out in the open like when you know somebody's people mm-hmm. so when you see somebody's people out there like i don't i'm not scared to say i was like i'm a big fan of young thug i'm not scared to say that like there's somebody like i really like how his um music sometimes you like when he's not mumble rapping <laughs> like that's that'd be that'd be pretty lit that'd be something that'd be like a pretty decent subject yeah. when he's when he i mean I remember he has a song where he just mumble rapping the whole thing. It's not. Uh, well, what's his one song um, that was on the radio? I feel like he's mumble rapping that. Um, it. it oh, damn, what is that song? I just accepted this fact. I can't think of it. Tell me, I'm gonna tell you this. I accepted the fact that Future actually mumble raps. Like I was really, really, really like not even like trying oh, to accept. Absolutely, Future him mumble raps as a mumble rapper. I thought he was like always trying to like have bars and I defended his bars, but then I listened to fuck up some commas and mm-hmm. it was like, yeah. Okay. So I tried. Okay. So, you know, Tracy uh, Ellis made Ross, myself a boss. Uh, Tracy like Ellis part. Ross puts um videos on like her Instagram and stuff where yeah, she's like rapping she the lyrics. Have you seen them? Yeah, she fine. Some of those. So I tried to do that with um fuck up some commas. I tried to like rap the lyrics and rap the song, and he is mumbling the shit out of a lot of those parts. I'm like, dude, what are you saying? And I'm looking at the words, and I'm like, there's no way he's saying this. This is music. Do you think rap music is is going to go away because of this? Yes. Do you think I it's? I mean, it's already. Be next? It's all okay. They're singing. The rappers <laughs> are singing. So it's already so many people that are just killing the game. Do you think you think you lost some? Uh, you think they lost? When did they lose you as like a fan? I've never really been a fan of rap. Really? Yeah. I'm, first of all, I sing. Yeah. I'm a singer. Yeah. So I care more about that. Yeah. So like, I've never really been a fan of rap music. Like I said, I like the stuff I can dance to, mm-hmm. but I've never been like a hip hop head. I've never been into rap. 
how do you feel about Young Thug wearing that um, dress? I felt he looked like Mary Poppins. I was laughing. <laughs> I think he looks silly, but I it's mean, crazy to say it out loud. Whatever. Like it, it's somebody had noted that you know, like people mm-hmm. done this back in the day. Like so I saw pictures of like the Isley Brothers and Isley Brothers. And, Andre I saw Isaac Hayes with a gold Cadillac. Yeah, you know, like in um, a gold shirt. Uh, is it George Clinton? Yeah, chains. George Clinton. George Clinton was a, he wore a to, spaceship. Yeah, but he used to do all that stuff. You know, the, his wardrobe <laughs> yeah. was 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 outlandish. Um, Andre three thousand, same thing. He wore all kind of crazy stuff. Had his hair in the perm. So, I mean, I just feel like let your talent overshadow your antics. He so, got. Ta- I'm. I like if Young Thug is mad talented. Yeah. Then fuck what he wearing. <laughs> That's what niggas feel like. You know, like so what? That's he, what? He ali- if he if he killing got tight beats. You know, tight I think, tight dope. I mean, dope verses. Tight verses. <laughs> let, let him rock his dresses. Yeah, what? man. Let him rock his dresses. Let him rock his dresses. I you know what. If he's just going in the same pattern, Earth, Wind, and Fire did. <laughs> I mean. I mean, really, would you put them in that category? Um, well, those because you kind of just genres, did, right? You, you but you kind of put them in that class of, of care. You kind of, you kind of is Earth, Wind, and Fire. What's your opinion of them? Trendsetters, foundations of the music industry, mm-hmm. as far as R and B music is concerned. Wait, what? As a singer, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Everything that a singer should aspire to be. No. Wait, what are you asking? Earth, Wind, and Fire. What about Earth, Wind, and Fire? Pinnacles of music. Geniuses. Yeah, I I think so, yeah. But not everything that a a singer would aspire to be. No. Uh Uh-uh. Who would a singer aspire to be? Oh, man. And are any of them weird? Um... Let's see. Talk about it. A singer, who would they aspire to be? Are any of them weird? Oh man. Because mm, we got weird rappers. I mean, Patty. Patty was Patty gave us some some weird stuff in in terms of wardrobe. Mm. Patty gave us some some crazy stuff with wardrobe. Mm, Patty did. Patty did. You know, I hair, remember, especially her hair. Her hair was doing all kind of shit. I remember that. <laughs> like it wasn't quite asymmetrical. It was it was something. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I can't think of any others that were like weird. Cause see, the thing is, like I said, with Young Thug, I feel like your talent should overshadow the antics. So I feel like any singer, like oh, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga can sing down. Talk about and it. And I, anybody can can argue with me on that. Lady Gaga can sing her ass Who off. Would argue? But the the antics, a fool. I'll be like you, fool. The antics, Shut all up. the stuff that she does, her costumes, mm-hmm. it, it's 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 a mess. But Lady Gaga can really sing, so. I like her whole campaign. Yeah. Hold on. Know what it is? This cell phone got signal to it. Oh, can't be that close. Cell oh, phone yeah. can't be that close to the <laughs> microphone. Guy, um, Gaga is good, and I think she's one of those singers that I don't. I wouldn't say that a singer would aspire to be, but she's a really great singer. Yeah. Miley Cyrus is also another really great singer. 
that you know she she does the most. She definitely twerked on Robin Thicke and fucked his whole life up. Yeah, and um, I'm trying to think of some black people because I've just named two white ladies. <laughs> I did name Patty Labelle, but I can't think of any others that I, that were weird. That were weird, yeah. yeah well, if he if he ends up being Patty Labelle, man. <laughs> Shout out to you Young Thug. You gotta make sure he move them shoulders if he gonna be Patty. You <laughs> gotta move your shoulders, you know. Just and you know, oh, he gotta. I wish, he gotta, I wish the and people. he gotta be able to cook something if he gonna be Patty. But I, I, hey, I fuck with Young Thug, and even though I don't know that much of his music. Yeah, I'm with it. Like I said, let the talent overtake it. Let it consume you. Yeah, Young Thug. We we support you, man. We hope you end up being Patty level one day, bro. <laughs> like I really don't want to just shit on nobody, but as far as me and mines, we yeah, were mines. we were we respect. Gonna the Lord. <laughs> we gonna respect <laughs> young bug. You know yeah, I mean? man. First of all, you from Atlanta? All. We ain't gonna disrespect them. Nah, man. I want no beef. Right, no, right. No rat we beef. want no beef. No beef. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to young thug and the dress. As far as as far as me, it still looks like you was wearing some Mary Poppins. But you know what I'm saying? But that's not that's not a diss. <laughs> can, I, can I do that and not diss nobody? No, I don't think so. It's kind of a diss. Oh, well. Harlan Podcast. I feel, that's how I feel. I mean, that's, that's not, it's not dissing, though. It kind of was. Mm-hmm. This is heartlandpodcast.com and somebody that we respect on heartlandpodcast.com is somebody who symbolizes music to me. You said um, somebody who looks weird and does music. Okay. You said Patti LaBelle. I think Young Thug might be Prince. And that's no diss to Prince or Young Thug. So that's something Definitely I wanted to, Prince. you know, get my get my respect out there. So there's something else that Prince did. He actually wrote a Simpsons episode, like an entire episode. So, so this is I'm gonna spin like this, right? Because this is the quote. Prince wrote us. So this is we'll never see the Prince script when recording artist Prince passed away suddenly in April in 2016. It resurrected the stories of a script. The Simpsons wrote for him to provide his voice. Not only did Simpsons write a script, including a draft by Conan O'Brien, but Prince replied with a script he commissioned himself. Okay? So, knowing Prince, do you think he wrote a whole episode of uh, Simpsons? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he wrote a Simpsons two episodes. Like, he just, like, but whatever he did. Prince is so dope. He he wrote an episode of The Simpsons. Since he's not with us. I can't believe Prince is dead. No, how'd you feel? How'd you feel about that? It broke my heart. Like, so, okay. I've never really been a Prince fan. I think because when we were coming up, his music was inappropriate. So it was never something that, like, mm. we could listen to. Because his music is, was al- has always been risque. So I never really got into Prince. But I no? know. Not Diamonds and Pearls? I never really got into Diamonds I, I know and a couple pearls. of songs. But I, I, mm. I mean, I know, like, the hits. Mm. But I don't know that many because I, I couldn't really get into his music. I wasn't allowed to listen to it. 
it was way too left for me. And even I'm when I started listening, I know. Even when I started exploring music and listening, Prince wasn't one of my first options. But mm-hmm. I was very, I was, I was devastated at his death. I was a Diamonds and Pearls fanatic. I fanatic. Song. I remember my my mom and dad probably once Prince CD in the house, and that was a CD I was just drawn to. It just drew me in like a light bulb. Like that's all I would listen to for hours. Is Diamonds and Pearls. Was that new? Was that? It was like um. Wasn't do you the name of his group or something else? I, I forgot the name of his group. It was one of it's like his second group. I was just super into it. Yeah. Especially Prince was dope. Especially like when I was like looking for singers. Like growing like growing up were you into Tony Tony Tony? Of course. What's your favorite Tony 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 song? Um uh, I almost want to say anniversary, but I feel like they had another song that I really liked. I just can't think of the name of it. So we'll just go anniversary. Just go with anniversary for Tony Deck. That was, you know what? We should have rolled both of those down. And you know it. who else I like? Who else you like? Mint Condition. Mint Condition? Yeah. Yes. What? Pretty brown eyes. You yeah. Know. I you can see sing. you. Yeah. Mint Condition. Oh, man. Mint I didn't know you can sing like that. I can. I mean, I, I can. Yes, I can sing. Like, for real sing. Like professionally sing. I just don't like to, but <laughs> why why not? You should be getting them checks. No, no, I don't get any checks. Oh, I don't be up in here. Cause singing is not it it's it's not I'm not gonna say it's not a passion because it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's something that I can do. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's not something that I'm like am like super crazy over. So what kind of business person do you aspire to be? Do you aspire to be a a uh, 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 um, music business person. No. Um, uh, you aspire to be a, a social. Yes. Business person. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm into. I'm into. I'm into broadcast media. Like, I I would love to be somebody's like public PR person. What do you think about? Okay, that would be pretty dope. Yeah. You know. Um, this I would is totally do facts. that. This is just random facts. I guess. What what okay but is it but, random what, facts about JJ no, because no this is random facts about uh what you call it I'm not answering Spect- spectacular from Pretty Ricky actually has a, a PR company <laughs> <laughs> I wonder do you want to start a company like his and what makes you want to be a publicist like work be a publicist so that was a, that was a, like a fact to tie in what you just said. Well, so it was very like random. Be, I, Cause I'm I'm pretty Ricky 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 Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about pretty Ricky. Yes. Okay. So what's your favorite pretty Ricky song before you answer? We're not dissing them. You're right. Damn. Um, favorite pretty Ricky song. I can't think of one. <laughs> I would say it ain't. Was it? Oh, it was a number song. Mm-hmm. Oh 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 oh! I like Pleasure Pete Boyfriend number two. That was my favorite. Boyfriend number two. Oh yeah. Want to get in the mood. So you want to be a pup PR person? Yeah, I can be a publicist. So what do you think? So as a publicist, what makes you decide that you want? Would so you're not going to start a PR, a PR business like a member like of, a firm? No. What made you decide? What kind of publicist do you want to be? And what made you? What kind of publicist do you want to be? For like a public figure. 
Word. Yeah, I did it. I did it um, before I left Chicago. Word. Um, and it was just fun. I like interacting with people. I like, I like running stuff behind the scenes. Okay. So, I like being in charge. Word. <laughs> but not. I don't have to be up front. So I'm cool with being behind the scenes. I feel like publicists are very much like you know the person that's running that person. You know that person is just a talking head. They just, you know, they following everything that you're giving them. So, or manager, publicist, manager, something like that. But I was I was sort of like a publicist mm-hmm. for my pastor before I left Chicago. But I was just kind of like all things media with him. And it was draining. You were you became the co-host on the show. I, I did. I became the co-host on his show. But I also ran all of his social media, all of our church's stuff. And I mean, anything that had to do with media, like anytime the news came to our church, they had to talk to me. Like, you know, it was so it was draining. Um, There were nights where I was Mm -hmm. working at night, like especially because I had the show, like I was putting shows together. I couldn't miss shit that was happening in the news because it was always an opportunity to talk about it on the show. So Mm -hmm. um, but it was fun. It was that was really fun. I had a really, I had a really fast life before I left Chicago. Really Chicago, fast. The, the mean streets of Chicago, <laughs> <laughs> the mean streets of Chicago. So when I look at business, I think I like the business sense of being a musician. Really? Yeah. Because you got to look at Prince. Okay. You wrote a goddamn episode of The Simpsons. Okay. And he did that off the backbone of a singing. So if you write, and look, and actually had Conan O'Brien. So this is actually a quote from there. So this is an interview from Alice, who was actually a uh, on The Simpsons. He was one of the creators. Do you like The Simpsons? Yes, I, do, I like The What's Simpsons. What's your favorite character on The Simpsons? Um, Lisa. Would you, would, Lisa, remember it? Lisa, it's your, your birthday. birthday. Yeah. Hope we don't get Happy sued for that. Birthday. Why would we get sued? I don't know, because feds be watching. The feds be clocking in these podcast streets. They don't want you to be great. <laughs> they don't want who is they? Do you know who the they The feds. Is? <laughs> <laughs> right? The feds. The feds. I'll be fresh as hell. Let the feds watch. I'll be fresh. That be fresh, but do, just don't be don't be caught out there while the feds watching. <laughs> so Lisa, I like Lisa too. Well, this is actually Conan O'Brien. He, do you know, you know you mess with Conan O'Brien, right? Uh, yes, Conan O'Brien. Does he have a late night show? He does have a late night okay, show. Okay. He does have a late night show. It is. Ooh, I have a hot take. Hot take. Conan O'Brien okay. late night show is actually a hip hop show. I think that. You Conan, think so? Yeah. Very hip hop influence. I feel like the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon is very. Talk about it. Did have you ever seen the um history of hip hop with well, him and Justin Timberlake? Yes, I have. Yo, that's how hip hop. Those I am. things are so good. <laughs> yes, so good. He I'm ready well. for a ne- the next one. So Conan, if he's a leader, I'm just gonna say that they're all fitting into the hip hop category. If Jimmy Fallon's number one, I'm gonna put y'all underneath y'all leader. So y'all all hip hop podcast. Excuse me, y'all all hip hop. Late night shows to me. 
unless y'all want to claim y'all you're the country <laughs> you're one of y'all's a country show i can see stephen colbert being like yeah i'm the uh i'm the country late night show but stephen colbert to me is is hip hop he's he improvises he riffs he can spit a hot 16 you know who stephen colbert the host of the late night show oh oh yeah 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 stephen colbert so he's he's number 2 maybe and then he probably got Conan number three. Conan's so lit, he actually wrote an episode of The Simpsons with Prince. So you got the number three late night guy and Prince writing stuff. with Prince? Yes. So this is Conan. This is a quote. Alice Jean from The Simpsons. Conan rewrote it, Jean said. The, the, other, to two, the two other writers did the first draft. That's the one of the things I wanted to clarify. I had the script that we sent him, mm-hmm. which he didn't want to do because he pitched that Prince played the same character Michael Jackson had, and Prince didn't want it want to. The script was with, written, I believe, by someone who worked for Prince by the time David Merkin was running the show, and he got that script. I don't know if he still has it, but I but I don't. With regard to the draft, I released three pages online and felt that's enough. I should respect that Prince did want to do it and one will leave and we'll leave it there. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Prince is pretty dope. Pretty dope. I want the whole episode. He's all around. Which episode was it? Do we know? It was no, it didn't it never came out. Oh, nah, we all we got is three pages. Dang, yeah. Well, shout out to Prince, shout out to Prince, very, very May talented. He rest in peace, very, very talented, very, very good, biz- talented all around, very good businessman. Yeah, yeah, everybody has their own, def- everybody has their own definitions of what they see as success. You would like to work with like somebody in P in uh, PR. Yes. Pr- Prince wrote an episode of The Simpsons. This is these things. And you want to be together. a musician, and I want to be Prince. <laughs> 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 yes, I want to be Prince. I want to be Prince. I want to be Prince. What do you want to be? So, like as a singer, I'll be like, "What do you want to be, Beyonce?" I don't know. That's like, I want to uh, be the best me I can be. Honestly. Oh yeah. But ending up at Prince level would be pretty dope. Right. <laughs> like I might, you know, I don't think my mom be pretty mad. She no, wouldn't be. She would be pretty happy with that. She would. Uh, she would definitely enjoy if the Heartland Podcast made me uh, get a hole. Would, would you ever? What would you do if you got when you get your when you get your seventy million? Um. Let's see. I would buy my mama a house. Uh huh. Furnish it. Hmm. I would. It depends on when I get that seventy million. Seventy right? million. I would um like if I get it like let's say within the next mm-hmm. five five years, ten okay. years, right? Um, my oldest niece would be sixteen, so I would pay for her to go to college. Oldest oh, niece to be sixteen, mm-hmm. pay for her to go to college. Mm-hmm. The, my youngest niece would be ten. I would also pay for her to go to college. I would mm-hmm. just put it up. Um, and my goddaughter, let's see, in ten years would be nineteen. Work. 
So I would also pay for her to go to college. Word. <laughs> so I'm putting three kids through college. Word. And right. um, I would just save and invest. I think that'd be pretty dope. Yeah. Like, I probably wouldn't even, I, I would buy myself a house, but not even, like, I, I don't I don't think I would buy, like, no lavish ass, big, you know, something. I I've been looking at something. I said Prince were 70 million. Prince was 300 million. Oh, shoot. This is according to Celebrity Net Worth. That's usually pretty um, accurate. I want to I want to shout out some uh, some sources that I actually want to shout out. You know, I want to shout out Fred Topol for giving us the sources about Prince. So shout out to Fred Topol. I want to shout out to NJ <laughs> NCJRS dot com dot excuse me NJ NCJR NC JRS dot gov. Don't sue us. We cited your shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we probably mess it up. But this is hip hop. We out here. We improvise. This is something that we just do. We riff from time to time. I want to thank the lovely JJ for coming and be on this on this episode. I'm bowing. Uh, the Heartland Podcast dot com. This was great. This was fun. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming again. I want to thank everybody who's been listening. And you can check us out. We out we out here in these streets. Hashtag H L H H. We in these streets. Did you we ever do you put streets. put your social media on here too? Yeah. I mean, you can follow me everywhere. I'm Nice Janelle, N I E C E. Yeah. J A N E L. Everywhere. So you can find me Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. I'm the same name everywhere. You can find her in that's, my That's fo- that's a quick tip branding tip. Consistency. So like if you building a brand, you mm-hmm. definitely want to make sure that your name is one noticeable, readable, and mm-hmm. consistent. Like you can't be one person somewhere else, another person on Twitter, another person. It's too much, and people are not gonna be able to keep up with you. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a real quick tip, branding tip. You definitely want to be consistent, especially with your with your brand with your name. It needs to be very easy, not too long, so that people can find you everywhere. It should be the same everywhere. Word, colors too. I tell people constant consistent yes. colors. So I'm Nice Over. Janelle everywhere you can find me, and you can find you in the li- list of people I'm following. All <laughs> right. Shout, shout out to everybody listening. Last week this is HeartlandPodcast.com. I'm your host B Diddy Dollars, and want to thank y'all for t- tuning in. Oh shit! I almost forgot. Mayor. May all your pain be champagne yes. And may all your tears be tears of joy It's Heartland Heartland Podcast <laughs> Bye